Welcome to Writing Challenges with David Morley, Director of the Warwick Writing Programme. Podcast 8, The Campaign for Real Language. Welcome to your next creative writing challenge. It is called The Campaign for Real Language. Let's begin by stating something we all know. Language belongs to all of us. Language lives by evolution, by being played with and being hit at fresh angles. However, creative writing's capacity for the creation of illusion as truth and the precision of its language makes it doubly dangerous to authorities whose power depends on the formulation of illusions and the debasement and twisting of language. Standing apart makes you, the writer, even more vulnerable to assault. One of the gut instincts of government is control. Seize the language and you control not only speech but also its context, the terms on which discussion is based and the permissions and prohibitions of speech. Look at the manner in which the current war on terror is presented by politicians and the media. Observe the terms for atrocity and killing tamed to acronyms and newspeak. War takes place in theatre. Soldiers are taken out, dropped, as if killing a person was the action of usherettes removing a playgoer from the playhouse. Force-feeding illegal prisoners of war in Guantanamo Bay is introducing internal nutrition to detainees, as if they were willful children. Even the phrase war on terror is suspect. As the American poet C.D. Wright comments, if you do not use language, you are used by it. If you do not recognise the terms peacekeeper missile and preemptive strike as oxymorons, your hole has already been dug. Such grim language places what is described at several removes. It does not change the intolerable actuality. It tempers quite deliberately with our reaction to it. It attempts to neutralise it. It infantilizes us in our complicity or passivity, and this is the intention and design, to deter or deflect our humane objections by dampening our emotional responses. Now, writers are the antennae for language, designers of speech, and you, as new writers, should be alert to language's abuse and debasement. We all need to keep a check on where language is being led, by its nose. Make use of such language, subverting it into fiction, poetry or non-fiction. Use it for comic effect, parody or as a form of witness. Or turn the weapon on language's assailants. The best writing of this type does all of these things. This week's challenge is to read some of this past week's newspapers and magazines. Make detailed notes on, or photocopy, any articles about a current conflict or war in which politicians or military officers are interviewed. Note the terminology they use and ensure you understand what they mean in basic English. Write a poem or story that uses and possibly subverts or parodies 
the vocabulary for military conflict. Knowingly substitute everyday words with your own neutralising or far-fetched neologisms and acronyms. Do not be too earnest in tone. A light approach will gain greater effect. Put any work that results from these challenges away for three weeks, after which revise it completely into a short story or poem, and then send it to me. Thank you for listening, and good luck with your own writing. If you would like to comment on anything in this podcast or read new pieces by David, then you can visit his blog at http colon slash slash blogs.warwick.ac.uk slash Morley D. To find out more about the Warwick Writing Programme, visit www.warwick.ac.uk. Writing Challenges was produced by Tom Abbott for the University of Warwick. The music was written and performed by Dylan Owen.